This is Coach Lou Holtz, and you're listening to Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast with Dr. Amber Selke, from the locker room to the boardroom. Dr. Amber is the best in the business at helping you and your team build the mindset that drive results. So lock in. If you can take just one thing away from today and implement it into your life, I know you'll be a better person and a better leader, coach, athlete, parent, or spouse because of it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast. This is your host, Dr. Amber Selking, where we are in season four entitled Be Mentally Tough. So this is all about walking through the McGuire Ivy Selking model of mental toughness that uh, my friends and colleagues, Dr. Rick McGuire and Dr. Pat Ivy and I developed several years ago to really help us tackle that question of what is mental toughness? Can we train it? Can we build a a culture of mental toughness in an organization or a team? And our response to that is absolutely yes. So the model that we developed helps describe what is mental toughness. And so we posit that it is about being fully motivated, totally prepared, laser focused, emotionally stable, and then accountable to doing the things that you're supposed to do when you're supposed to do them the way you're supposed to do them, which ultimately will drive performance excellence. Because at the end of the day, do you want mental toughness or do you want the performance that mental toughness gives you? And so we broke each of those tiers down into this model where we can really look at the component parts that go into a mentally tough individual. Again, that is somebody that is fully motivated, totally prepared, laser focused, emotionally stable, and then accountable to doing their job to optimize performance excellence. And so each week we break down one of the mental toughness markers or one of the component parts into each one of those tiers to share with you more about, again, how do we build mental toughness? And then on the flip side, how could we go about destroying that. So here at the Selking Performance Group, we are all about helping individuals, teams, and organizations really understand and leverage the power of mindset and leadership to unleash performance excellence. And so in my world right now as the mental performance coach for Notre Dame football and as the director of people performance at Lippert Components, I literally have the opportunity to do this every single day from the locker room to the boardroom. So so from the sports space to the business space of working with, again, individuals and teams to really tap into those two components to help us drive consistent performance excellence. And so today in episode 13, we are going to be diving into the mental toughness marker of composure, which comes in our third tier of the model of of focus, right? So I, we just released a couple weeks ago a DVD training video on um, building a culture of mental toughness, which is the pyramid model that we're talking about here. And so the podcast is li- really intended to give you brief, quick snapshots, overviews of each of the mental toughness markers within the model. But I would encourage you to check out uh, the full-length DVD version of Dr. McGuire and Dr. Ivy and I uh, sharing each of these in a little bit more in-depth. And uh, you can check out the episode notes. I've got a link to Championship Productions who produced the video um, where you can purchase that and and check it out. We'd love your feedback on that. But let's dive in. Uh, We just got back late last night from uh, San Diego where we went out to play Navy, uh, Notre Dame Navy, and it was an awesome weekend per usual. Such a great program and an organization and huge tradition and legacy there between the two programs. So we're back and we're ready to go. So let's get after it here with Mentally Tough Monday, um, where again, we're looking at the mental toughness market 
marker of composure. And so when we think about composure in relation to this model, we're really looking at being in your optimal zone, right? And so this, we, we derive the, our understanding of composure out of uh, Hannon's individual zones of optimal functioning theory. And so this theory states that for an individual, for a given person on a given day with a given set of circumstances, there is a given level of the scientific word that Hannon uses is arousal, right? But I work predominantly with college boys, so we, we don't call it arousal. We call it intensity level, right? So for a given individual on a given day with a given set of circumstances for a given task, there is a given level of optimal intensity that will help you deliver your best and perform at your optimal level. And so I just want you you to think about an XY axis where on the X axis, you have your intensity level, your arousal, your level of upness, right? And on the Y axis, you have performance. And so it's just an inverted U concept, right? So as your intensity starts to go up, so so that's why we warm up, right? As we warm up our bodies, as we wake up during the day, our performance starts to go to increase to a point, right? Where as if we get too worked up, too intense, all of a sudden our performance starts to decline. And so it's that in that it's that inverted you approach to, again, as intensity goes up, performance goes up to a point. If we get too worked up, too jacked up, too intense, right? Our performance actually starts to decline. And we've all been in that situation where whether it's sport or in, in relationship or in a conversation, if you're in a sales meeting or if you're giving a speech, right? And you get too anxious, too aroused, too worked up, your performance starts to decline or you start to get too angry, too intense, right? You, your performance actually starts to decline. And so Hannon's theory tells us that it's not just sort of this medium level of intensity that's optimal, but rather each individual has their own optimal zone. And so if we think about this on a scale, so your x-axis of, of intensity, right? If you think of that on a scale of zero to 10, where do you perform your best? Because some people, are they their optimal performance is actually lower. They're, they're better calm in this controlled little bubble, right? Where, where their focus, their intensity level is a little bit lower, but that allows them to deliver optimal performance. Other people, right, are... are perform their best at a higher level of intensity, right? I, w- I would claim that I, I have a higher level of optimal intensity. I am my best when I am jacked up, worked up, intense. I'll, even, even when I'm recording these podcasts, right? Like I'm on the edge of my seat. I'm using my hands. I'm into it because I know that I'm at my best in that zone, you know, versus sitting at my desk, leaning back calmly and quietly and communicating this information to you, right? Both of which work and and you receive the same amount of information. But for me, I feel like I'm better for you when I'm a little bit more jacked up. Now, again, neither is right or wrong. It's where do you perform your best, right? So I love when my players come to me and they're like, yeah, I'm definitely at a higher level of intensity. That's where I'm my best. But then you watch their performance and you're like, really? Because you're you're not delivering your best at that level. Let's dial it back a little. Let's try let's try to have you uh, function at a little bit lower level and see how that impacts performance. Right on the contrary, or if we've got individuals who are like, well, I just perform better in a lower level. I mean, do you? 
Because I really think you could get more out of yourself and deliver more to the team or the organization if you come with a little bit more every single day in practice and in meetings and in your in your dissertations, right, that you're giving your team and, and talks and, and whatnot. And so, again, whether you're in sport or business or in life, you got to ask yourself, where am I at my best when it matters? Because at the end of the day, right, this model is about performance. It's about performance excellence, ladies and gentlemen. It's not about just where do you feel good. I mean, we got to get over how we feel sometimes and get it where are we performing our best. And then whatever it takes to get yourself in that zone, you got to get there. It doesn't fly with me to say, well, I didn't, I didn't feel like it on that day or I'm not, I'm just not feeling good. Well, feelings are overrated. Feelings are overrated. Now, listen, I care about you and I want you to be, be well, but at the end of the day, like when it's time to go, it's time to go. And there's no excuses in that moment. It's about figuring out, all right, well, I, I don't, maybe I'm sick. Maybe I haven't slept that well. Maybe I have some stuff, other stuff going on. But in this tier of focus, right, we're talking about focus. Part of being focused is being composed, being in your optimal zone, ready to deliver when it matters. Now, again, if you go back to what I started saying, it's for a given person on a given day. Like, listen, when I'm, when I'm 100%, I'm actually feeling 100% right now, so you're getting all of me, right? Like, I've slept well, I've had a great weekend with friends and family, and we're recalibrated and recouped, ready for the week, so I'm feeling good, right? But on those days where maybe you're not, okay, so for a given person on a given day, there's a given level of intensity where you can deliver your best. So there might be days where you don't feel 100%, but you got to get, if you got 80% to give, you got to give 100% of your 80%. That's that's your given optimal zone on this given day, given your circumstance of sin certain set of circumstances. See, I got too jacked up there and then I was not at my optimal best. That's a great example where I got a little bit too intense right there. And so my performance declined in that moment. And that's what we're talking about. And so on a moment by moment basis, can we be self-aware in the moment enough to know, hey, when do I need to turn up? When do I need to turn down? And how do I stay calibrated in that optimal zone throughout the course of a day, of a performance, of an experience? And then again, be to turn up and turn down as necessary. Um, actually, in season one, episode five, I did an interview with Dr. Pat Ivey where we broke down uh, this, this idea of intensity management even more in depth. So if you want to check out and learn more about this, again, go back to season one of the podcast, episode five, where we talked about intensity management and uh, had an interview with Dr. Pat Ivey on that even more. But again, it's about being in your optimal zone, turning up and turning down as necessary. And here's the reality. Anything can pull you out of your optimal zone, even good stuff, right? So if you have a if you have a great play, you feel like you think things just went well, right? We we tend to get jacked up, we get excited, we celebrate, all of which are good, but you've got five seconds to bring it back, right? To get back locked in your optimal zone, ready to go again. And so that's the hallmark of a champion. That is the mental toughness marker of somebody that is mentally tough is one, they know what their optimal zone is and two, they can turn up or turn down as needed to stay in that zone to deliver their best on a consistent basis. So quick tip, one of the best ways to manage that optimal zone and to stay in it is, is simply your breath, right? So, so before, if you if you need to turn up a little bit, you're too low, you need to get jacked up, some power breaths, right? In through your nose, strong exhales through your mouth, 
right? That's an example of that just gets your heart pumping, the blood flowing, and can can start to raise that intensity level. On the flip side, if you need to turn down, right, some belly breathing, tactical breathing is what we call it, in through your nose, down into your belly, out through your mouth. What that allows you to do is reset that central nervous system, connect the mind to the body, think clearly, think creatively, get back in that optimal state. So breathing is one of the best ways to manage your composure. Let's jump into the next section here where we look at, all right, how would we go about building this mental toughness marker of composure in our teams or in our organization, and then how would we go about destroying it? And so to build it, right, you build a steadfast approach from start to finish, right, so that you can stay in your optimal zone. Again, a steadfast approach to how you go about executing throughout the course of a day, of a game, of a podcast, of a sales presentation, whatever it is, right, a steadfast approach is going to allow you to remain composed. And then finally, if you want to destroy composure in your in your team or your organization, overreact to the highs or lows in the midst of performance. Right? Like if things go really really well, allow yourself to celebrate for too long and get way pulled out of your zone because you're too jacked up. Or if things go really really bad, allow yourself to throw a fit, right? And go maniacal on your team or in in your organization or even on yourself. Right? On yourself. You can't allow the highs and lows of performance to drag you out of your optimal zone. You have to acknowledge they happened. You have to figure out what went well so that I can replicate it. What do I need to do better so that I can change it? And then get back in your optimal zone for the next play, the next snap, the the next speech, the next pitch. Whatever it is next, you got to release and refocus, right? And so to destroy composure in your teams, overreact to the highs or lows because that's not helpful for anybody involved. All right, championship mindset for the week. I want you to practice something we call park it. If things go really, really well, I want you to park it because that it doesn't fit for the next level of performance. If something goes wrong, park it. You're like, what the heck do you mean by park it? All right, so you've got a car, okay? If you have, and maybe you have a car. If you don't have a car, consider that you have a car, right? When you go into a building, do you take that car with you? No. What do you do? You park it outside in the parking lot or in front of the house right? You park it because that car doesn't fit inside. The same is true in performance. The last play, right? The last sales pitch, the last conversation doesn't fit into the next one, into the next moment of performance. So we have to park it like we would our car. And then after, after the sales pitch, after the game, after the conversation, go back and analyze it. What went well? What do I need to do better? What did I learn from that? And then, and then take it and take the next step forward. And you know what? If it was just an errant play and you just messed up and it is what it is, pretend it's a junker car, leave it out in the parking lot. You don't have to do anything with it. Just leave it there. But again, highs or lows, park it, right? So that you can come back later and assess it and figure out what you need to keep, what you need to let go of, how you can move forward even better. But again, park it because the last the last experience doesn't fit in the midst of performance for the next one. So that's your mindset training for this week is practice parking it so you can get back in your optimal zone, ready to deliver your best in the next moment in your optimal zone, whether that's high, medium, or low, find out what yours is. And again, that intensity level in relation to your performance. Experiment a little bit. If you think you're low, try being have a higher intensity level in the next moment of performance that you have. And see, did my performance go up or go down? Play with it a little bit. Allow yourself to explore so you can really find out when are you at your best, how are you at your best, and then 
again, turn up and turn down as necessary through breathing and this concept of park it so that you can deliver your best on a consistent basis. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been an absolute pleasure being with you today. Thank you for sharing your time with us, for your Monday with us, and getting the week started off well to be mentally tough, because that's what it's all about. If we are going to show up and deliver and give back to this world, all that was in you is in you to be your very, very best on a consistent basis. If you want to follow us, um, we're on all the social media platforms. So we're on Twitter at Champ Mindsets, on Instagram at Selking Performance, and on Facebook at Selking Performance Group. You can also check out our website, www.selkingperformance.com. My production team, Truthwork Media, did get our um, performance media scripts. So they're just guided meditation scripts from one to three and a half minutes long uh, that you can use to reset and refocus throughout the course of your day. So you can find those under the performance media tab on our website. Again, www.selkingperformance.com. Check those out. They're just simple audio scripts to help, help again, you reset and refocus throughout the course of your day. I love your thoughts and feedback on those. if you get a chance. And then if there's any way I can come alongside of you and, and, and come share with your team, your organization, you can reach me directly, amber at selkingperformance.com. I've also got an awesome team of performance coaches that do one-on-one performance coaching with athletes, with salespeople, with leaders um, at different levels of an organization. So again, reach out, amber at selkingperformance.com and let me know um, if we can come alongside you in that coaching relationship and really just help you take your game to the next level. Thank you so much for being with us again. You've been listening to Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast, and this is your host, Dr. Amber Selking. And from the locker room to the boardroom, I just want to challenge you to continue building your championship mindset. Brightview Medical is a patient-oriented medical healthcare organization with goals to improve the healthcare system by combining treatment and prevention methods to provide solutions that every patient can understand. By building their model of care on state-of-the-art imaging equipment, coupled with blood, tissue, and urine analysis, they are able to establish where you are on the wellness spectrum. Once you are a patient, their team is able to monitor your health year after year or as needed. They are currently planning on operating over 112 locations starting in every major NFL city. They are proudly new partners with the NFL Alumni Association to help bring their elevated level of care to former NFL players, their families, and everyone who is tired of the broken healthcare system in place today. To learn more about Brightview Medical, check out their website at www.brightviewmedical.com.